I fell on my butt skating yesterday and I bruised my bottom. <laughs> <laughs> on your tailbone? No, no, no. On the, um on my my rumple region. On the squishy bits. Like over here. Oh, don't on the show side. Me. I don't on the side, but I got my joggers on. Welcome to Cuts and Struggle. I'm Nick Watson. And I'm Bree Watson. You know what was I always found really weird about you, Bree? What's that? Is, uh, obviously I'm aware of you. I've yeah. we've met personally. Um, uh, when, <laughs> yeah. when you would do your tours uh, as a tour guide, either at Vimy or uh, McFarland House, sure. Must, uh, you you put on the persona, your your tour guide voice and stuff. Well, you have I, to, right? Yeah. Well, you know, I didn't know that. I didn't know oh, that was okay. part of the game, <laughs> the dance, if you will. Because like just, casually, I would never just bring up in conversation you know, World War One <laughs> oh, battle I'm gonna facts. Have, gonna have to stop you there. You for sure would bring yeah, up actually, World War One battle point. facts. That does happen you, you'd start off with like, hey, uh, we're watching Let's Don talk about a... hockey. <laughs> <laughs> have we, have I ever told you about a creeping barrage? <laughs> oh God. So like, you know, when a rainstorm comes and you could see the rain approaching, think of that, but with heavy artillery. You got it. <laughs> Uh, carefully so, planned out it's oh, amazing second <laughs> you could hear that from london yeah okay yep. so uh i've noticed Bree, that i'm thirsty so i'm gonna just pour myself a guinness hope this oh, comes across you, you could yeah i can hear the little ball in the can right i love that thing it's actually called a widget wow, i've got widgets on my computer i got widgets down in georgia <laughs> sorry <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> you, have teen, uh, you have teenage children <laughs> yeah so brie um yes. i don't know if you're aware of this you're you're a busy lady but it's uh, uh the calendar is about to switch over we're going into a new year yeah and i i mean we could pretend like it'll be any better but <laughs> come on <laughs> i mean hopefully in my mind better is can i like how much time do I have to spend indoors versus like for by choice or by government telling me to, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's going to be a sign of, was I forced to stay home be because of, you know, COVID-19 or did I choose to stay home? Yeah. Yeah. That's a, it's a small difference, but a big one. Yeah. And, and it's been a while since we spoke. So I'm sure we have lots to update ourselves, each other, everybody okay. listening thank you everybody for listening by the way and yeah thanks for taking the time to listen to this podcast throughout the year it's been a fun year we've had some good episodes this year and um yeah so anybody who's with us for the journey big yeah shout i out love to you yeah a good mix of people as well like uh some writers some yet again improvisers mm -hmm. some people who uh own buildings where improvisation and comedy are allowed to happen yeah uh people who are putting on shows uh either on television or you know uh, online it's a really good mix yeah so yeah thank and thank you for that and and if if anybody is listening and they're new to the podcast just so you know this is uh the constant struggle podcast it's a podcast where we talk about the struggles balancing life and art uh because nick of course is a is a dad he's mm -hmm. got a day job and he's a writer, mm -hmm. so it's hard for him to, um, 
you know, it's not, well, not I'm saying impossible, but it, there are challenges and struggles involved with uh, yeah, balancing it, all of that. It's very much not what you expected. Uh, growing up and having a romanticized idea of creativity where you just get to sit around and smoke various hash pipes and come up with interesting ideas and developments. No, it's uh, making sure you pay bills on time, take kids to various doctor's appointments and eke out a couple hours a day to scribble down some notes. I suppose you could do the thing with the, you know, smoking. I've ruled out... Yeah, I, I know you enjoy the marijuana. Well, I'm just saying, like, you could do all of those things, but then, you know. Yeah. You would have to prioritize I, that over your family and <laughs> bills. Well, I'm sure other people, like, you know, you handle your high however you want. But for me, I just, I don't think I would feel comfortable, like, ever getting buzzed and knowing that at any minute Cooper could put his head through a window, you know? and. I, yeah, you would be instead of reacting the way you should, like, oh my goodness, let's get him to a hospital. You'd be like, <laughs> that's fucking awesome. Yeah, which I uh, suppose is I not guess, ideal in a which is, I mean, situation. If we want to get into being a hypocrite, which is a huge part of being a parent as well, I don't Fair. mind drinking. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. there's that. Yeah, because you don't have just because you're consuming marijuana, you don't have to do it until you're fucked. No, but I find like with me. Well, because I don't have any tolerance for it. A little bit of weed goes too far of a long way. Mm. I think that's one of the, if we're going to go into weed pod right away. Sure. I think that's one of the things that the, um, like, if you go to any of these government. Sanctioned. Yeah, government sanctioned weed shops. And you buy either a joint or a whatever, a little gummy or a lollipop or something. Mm -hmm. You can get some that are, like, they're not as strong as the stuff that you would get on on the you know on the streets on the mean streets of welland ontario for example yeah if you just got like a little lollipop it'd just give you a little buzz you don't you wouldn't go ape shit yeah i don't know i've been really enjoying alcohol this past pandemic though (laughs) but fair (laughs) yeah reacquainted myself with alcohol Mm. um yeah like we've been making cocktails well that's Uh, nice you're getting creative with it oh it's so much fun it's like cooking but better Mm. Yeah. A lot of sugar. Maybe it's closer to baking. Uh, maybe. Yeah, probably because you need like to measure things. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Also fun. Yeah. Well, how about we... you, Bree? How, how have you been coping with the uh the pandemic? Oh, yeah. Any, it's been any weed. weird things? Yeah. It's been weed, man. Like oh, okay, I, cool. <laughs> there's no way I would ever consume this much if we weren't forced to stay inside, you know, and not if we weren't encouraged to not go out and spread this horrible virus around. Right. Uh, yeah. So it's definitely been like staying home, consuming gummies, mm-hmm. laughing my fucking face off, watching old, you know, funny things and new funny things. Let's be honest. And forgetting, yep. <laughs> forgetting, uh, you know, trying as best as possible to temporarily forget the hellscape that we're living in. Yeah. I mean, as global pandemics uh, go, historically, uh, we're, we're doing pretty good. Well, we're in a pretty privileged position. I'll definitely exactly. accept that. Yeah. Yeah. Especially that the government was like, uh, oh, okay, your business, you're not allowed to operate your business right now. So here's a bit of money, you know, mm-hmm. that was. Yeah, that helped. And then my business is like, oh, you know what? 
you could have always worked from home. So we're just going to go ahead and let you do that anyway. Well, that's nice. Do you mm. think you're ever, are they ever going to go back to in the office? Do you think? They want to, and they want to try to develop a hybrid model. I don't know right. how much I'm allowed to talk about, but it sounds like it sounds interesting what they're they're planning. Okay, I just think mm-hmm. for like a lot of companies, just realizing, oh, we've been spending this much money on real estate, and we really don't have to, you know. Yeah. Um, what you got to factor in though is people in higher up positions mm-hmm. uh, tend to be a certain type of person, and I believe those types of people like interacting with others. Weird. So. Yeah, they they very much value the in-person workplace. Right. Way above anything I would ever deem worthwhile. <laughs> like Right. If you can do yeah. your your lowly little job from exactly. your Exactly. Yeah. No, I get that. Um yeah. Well that's that'll be interesting. And it's nice to be able to work from home while you can. Mm-hmm. That saves on gas and and what, and I mean, my, my pajama budget is taking a huge hit. I'm having to reinvest in, in several pajamas. Um, but I guess I could work in pants like proper <laughs> at home, but that's not going to happen. I have noticed like people seem to be going out and more in like more casual clothes than ever before. I wear jogging pants in public now. Yeah, that so, happens. Yeah, Dan does too. That's not something. I didn't even own jogging pants before. But you, it's Okay. I did, are they I did. good I, are they good jogging pants or are they well, like classy ones? Uh not any well the ones I'm wearing now are under armor so they were right. you know they were pretty good but they're faded as hell now and this one actually has a sewn in tear so no, no I shouldn't be oh, out in public fair. with them. Fair. Right. Oh, uh, but other but the ones I bought subsequently are like you know they're presentable jogging pants. <laughs> right? Like and that's something that didn't exist. I feel like that existed at the gym maybe. Before mm-hmm. a presentable jogging pants. I think Lululemon was paving the way towards that. But that's yoga gear. That's different. Yeah. <laughs> and it's ass sculpting. Yeah, I'm wearing some ass sculpting Lululemon <laughs> pants right now. <laughs> there you go. Are they are they legitimately comfortable as well? They're the, yeah, it, it feels right. like I'm wearing nothing at all. <laughs> uh, stupid, place. sexy Flanders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're so comfortable. Uh, it's ridiculous. It's and uh, now like it's like a tradition. I'll ask for a new pair every year for Christmas. <laughs> I mean, for for the years of struggle between feminism and the patriarchy, I think Lululemon is the perfect nexus they, point yeah, of both. They struck you a know? balance. Right. I feel That's... powerful, and people can gawk at me. <laughs> your bum and your your sculpted bottom. <laughs> And they can think it looks one way. And then as soon as the pants come off, they're like, ah! <laughs> but those people Deception. were never going to be there anywhere. Right. That wasn't going to happen. True. That's right. So so Lululemon is peak feminism. Oh, I think we can all agree that, to that. Well, what about their male section? Oh, I'm sure they're good, too. Yeah, they're they probably have, like, ball hogging. <laughs> yeah, there's pads. probably, what do they call that? A ballpark pouch? I'm sure they have ballpark sure. pouches. What is, there's the camel toe, camel toe for ladies. Mammal and I believe, toe. No, I believe it's a moose knuckle. <laughs> well. <laughs> well, is the correct response to that? I could have uh, done without uh, knowing that. <laughs> there you go. This is seeing as how this is our kind of end of year review. I suppose that we should get to the point where we talk about what creative things we were able to accomplish this year, even if it was a little bit more of a challenging year than let's than say, previous in the past. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
uh, if, if anyone's been listening this year, I think the majority of the pods would start with me saying I haven't done very much at all. Right. right. Yeah. So it was a, a proper struggle there. Uh, I was, what was I doing? I think I was watching a lot of HBO programming. Mm. Uh, yeah, I got through that, but I think it was, I did the wire as well. Okay. So, you know, there's a lot of good shows to watch for you if, if you're new to the HBO. Um, we did all but, of Curb. We're caught up with Curb, the most recent season. Holy shit. Tracy Ullman. Yeah. Like, I can't, I've been tweeting. I've been Facebooking. I've been telling everybody. This is not like I need to be, you know, it's not like I have to be like, hey, folks at home, mm-hmm. have you heard about this show? Curb your enthusiasm. Like, if people know about the show. But Tracy Ullman is on this season. And yeah. it's like the funniest i've ever it's like the most perfect like her and larry bouncing off each other is the most perfect like on-screen odd couple comedy that i've seen in a very long time they're two very different schools of comedy too and it works so well it works so well oh my god it's it like upsets me how good it is (laughs) fuck this shit (laughs) i'm like how how you get it doesn't nothing gets better than this so Fuck you guys. <laughs> um, Tracy Ullman, always underrated. Yeah, well, yeah. I guess or do I you think properly rated it? <laughs> I don't know. But, I, I mean, she brought not... the Simpsons to the world. It's true. What, what do you do after that? I mean, all your Matt Groening folks out there, fair. You know, he was doing well in Portland. <laughs> that Tracy Ullman. Oh, shit. I, I want to say yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. Anyway, it's I'm gonna fine. go with yeah, and then okay. just assume I'm correct because I'm a white guy. So fair. And I'll... then if anybody has problem with that, I'm sure they can they can bring it up. Some mm-hmm. some Matt Groening biographer is gonna yell at us. Yep. I mean, I could Google it later, but whatever. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like <laughs> you porn. can Google it right now if you wanted. I have two monitors now. I can yeah. I could be googling it right now, but I won't. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> so the most the majority of the year, you're saying. I was riding the struggle bus. Yeah. I had like, I bought full season subscriptions to the, that's not how that works. I had a bus pass for the struggle bus. (laughs) (laughs) A full season subscription to the bus, you know, like people do, right? That was a thing back in the olden days. To be fair, like TTC would be every month, you know, before Presto showed up. Oh, God. All these words that used to have such weight. Yeah. Now, Oh, that's true. Yeah. Even Zoom used to feel different. Yeah, now it's just a thing you go to talk to people on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so what changed? Or when did it change? And how did it change? And what changed? Well, I think what changed uh, was we got to November eventually, uh, also known as NaNoWriMo month. Ooh. Uh, and the other thing is Coop's baseball season wrapped up, so... The demand, the the demand on my time reduced, um, and I really prioritized getting my pages done. Right. So that was so, huge. Yeah. So you wrote a whole book. I wrote a book again. Is it, yeah. My again. third book. No big yep. deal. That's like Had, why aren't you celebrating that? Uh, you know why? Because all the fucking editing that I still don't know how to do. <laughs> That's why. I mean, I've this- got. I've got three books to edit now. Okay, so you've written three books and now they all need to be edited. Yeah. Are they all part of the same series? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a okay. trilogy. Great. Or uh, 
I think I've come up with this for you. It's a thrillogy. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. I hate it. <laughs> oh my God. All I can't right. believe that killed you. I don't I don't like it at all. <laughs> it's upsetting. Oh God. All right. A thrilogy. Okay, so now have you edited any of them? <laughs> You're still laughing at your own. <laughs> I'm laughing at how stupid it is. And it's like, <laughs> I didn't invent that. Like trilogy. <laughs> oh fuck, come on. Uh, so I tried editing the first book, like uh I guess after I wrote it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Um yeah, and I think I just ran out of time. Like, I, I didn't devote enough time to it. There was no... So, yeah, with NaNoWriMo, I had so much confidence going in because it was like, you know, I wrote a fucking book in a month. And right. I had devoted enough time in my schedule every day to get that amount of work done. Then I took my, my foot off the gas completely after that. There was mm. no... Um, there's no kind of dedicated goals you know what i mean like i don't know like should i edit a page a day and every every page was different like sometimes you need to research like how long does a criminal investigation count for a possible murder you know what i mean yeah so uh, maybe it's pages... like maybe it's a time goal that you need to set for yourself instead of a number mm. of pages goal. yes i think that's what it needs to be a dedicated sit down and do this much work per day thing like, okay, I today think, I'm going to spend one hour a day editing and whatever mm -hmm. you need to do in, within that hour to get it done, uh, or, you know, or whatever, or even just to like inch closer towards your goal, right? Which yeah, is, kick the can yeah. down the street a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So th that's the, the theoretical way I'm going to approach it. But then like the new year is going to hit again. I'm going to have a short story to write, which I do every january a uh, part of the toronto stars dealy bob mm -hmm. um and then i guess hopefully start editing that sounds i good. wanted yeah i wanted to take december off to do some reading um but it's not been happening so much i've been watching a lot of youtube <laughs> like what lot, on youtube um like travel shows to scotland oh, you know because no. we're so stuck at home all the time i just want to see other places yeah i saw and this is i know you were a big fan but there was um like on cnn whatever not that i'm like hey, CNN, but they were doing an anthony bourdain like marathon oh god Parts all Unknown right marathon and i was like shit i missed this show it was so good yeah there's there's a youtube channel god i don't i don't know if they're doing it legally or whatever but they drop a they drop an episode a week of uh parts unknown parts unknown starting from the start so oh, they're, nice. they're up to like season six now sounds like that's your plan for 2022 is i guess it is right put out, put out the um put out the short story in january like you said mm. do you have an idea for what the short story is going to be uh nope i normally come up with that in january i guess i could do it soon. well that's like a that's like a week away so there's no rush on that and maybe, um, I bet there are resources online that you can find to help you with the editing process. Yeah. Otherwise, I would say, like, I'm sure there are editors out there who would like pay or you would have to pay to. to no, there, there are for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But 
but and you want yeah, you want to edit it first to make sure it's exactly. Yeah. I want to do I want to do my best on it, and Have I feel like I haven't like been able to do pass it. yet. Yeah, yeah, I did a first pass, but okay. I still don't think it's good enough. I got you. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe that's it then. And wouldn't it be cool? I think it'd be cool for the listeners of the podcast too if you had like. Once you do end up putting together this kind of system that you can use for all of your projects going forward, like this is how I edit my book, you know, Mm -hmm. I spend one hour doing it or whatever, whatever the time is that you end up settling on. This is what the schedule looks like. And therefore it took me this long to, based on this system, it took me this long to finish the book. And then, you know, with the next book, it's just kind of like, okay, so I did it a little bit longer every day and it, you know or a little bit shorter or whatever the case might be. It'd be interesting to see the, to, you know, to see how much work you can get done if you're tracking it. Right. Yeah. I think tracking is a big deal. Like, because NaNoWriMo, their, their website is great. It, it, it lets you punch in your details every day. So you're following the graph. There are like little um, badges that you could award yourself. Yeah. It's just uh, the gamification of, of this exactly it's it's so they do it so well and i think they actually offer editing things as well i just haven't looked into it well write that down look into it Mm -hmm. Um, figured out your whole year ahead yeah editing schmetterding is there anything else in the year coming up that you're planning or looking forward to like that you can try to look forward to even though covid we have no idea you know what i mean we have no idea what's gonna what's gonna happen if they're gonna lock things down again or if they're gonna let us travel freely again but is there anything that you have planned if we're allowed to in the new year well cooper's got his baseball thing that got postponed till this year hopefully that'll happen a trip to cooperstown Cooperstown in the u.s planning i don't know man i feel like like that doesn't even happen. There is no future anymore. There is only COVID. <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> Currently, we're sitting through the Omicron variant, which I, I still insist isn't a real thing. But in fact, a movie from the 1970s starring Gene Hackman and Martin Sheen. I would watch that. <laughs> the Omicron variant. <laughs> We didn't think it was fair to write an ad for Improv Niagara, so we're going to improvise one for you right now. Hey Dan, did you know Improv Niagara hosts hilarious shows all around the Niagara region, runs classes for people who want to learn improv, and offers team building workshops for Niagara businesses? Banana! Great scene, Dan. Check out ImprovNiagara.com for more information. that I did that was pretty cool in hindsight in the, at the time I was like what am I doing um but I did a hundred days of improv at the beginning oh of yeah my oh my god <laughs> I just started uploading all of them to YouTube so that they exist somewhere other than you hit the Facebook ground running break. yeah well I was so tired of being in lockdown and I missed improv and I was like I gotta do something so we did a hundred days of improv I was on my first tv show Yay! Year, my first Wait, did you? Show. Okay, yeah, never mind. Wait, what was the question? Uh, I remember you saying you booked another show, but that will be for the future break. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not a show, but a commercial. But still, that's why okay. I have to make sure I don't get COVID before January. Mm. We okay. got some like 
I don't know. We got some cool training last year. Like we got to work with uh, Rachel Mason out of Chicago and my and Lisa Merchant out of Toronto with the Improv Niagara people, which was really oh. cool. Yeah, you did a lot of work with the Improv Niagara, like wherever you could get a show going, it felt like. It was really tough because the first, you know, whatever, couple months we weren't allowed to do anything. And then as soon as we were allowed to open up, you know, we tried to do shows with, at first, you know, not very many people in the audience. And then whatever, the more we could do, the more we could do, we would do more, right? Yeah, but you didn't you get some good sellouts this year as well, though? So a couple, yeah, a couple times. It was fun. Oh, man. There were, I'm just going through my like calendar just to see what's you know standing up. Mm-hmm. I, to, I still I still taught some classes at Second City, which was awesome. I taught a like online. It's all online right now. I taught some online classes with Improv Niagara. I did a couple. You know what's cool? I worked with I offered and worked with an architectural firm in Toronto mm. doing improv games with them because they could never get together they could never get together right because they're all in separate places so they hired me to come in and we played games like once a month with them and kept them connected and having fun and learning new things anyway I thought let's, that was let's just do some improv with this building uh kevin that's a retaining wall maybe <laughs> it wasn't load bearing buildings anyway no, oh right right it was a lot of fun they're a good group i wish yeah I wish more people saw the value of <laughs> improv for teamwork. It's mm. so like it's so anyway. I could I could we could do a whole episode about that. It's very team buildy. Yeah, like I mean, and you can specify like you can do it on you know you can make it more you can uh, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> uh, cater it to very specific things like oh my my team is having a really hard time communicating great let's work on things that are specific to improving communication anyway i read a whole book about that this year by alan alda. it was great anyway <laughs> oh. yeah what a delightful human that alan alda is yeah love him um oh, uh, I, hawkeye i almost booked a commercial but didn't book it but got paid anyway <laughs> Sweet, that's almost even better. But not like the full pay. Oh. Did I tell you okay. I'm almost booked a Depends ad? I think you may have mentioned <laughs> it, but amazing. It was like, this year is so crazy for people in casting because like the if you're cast as something and you, you get COVID, there's somebody oh. who's cast as like basically your understudy. So they, yeah. they, they, and that person is still getting paid, like not as much, but I got paid to like spend the night in Toronto and not <laughs> you, do a depends and not be on TV wearing a diaper, which is great. I mean, Brie, that's the only way you're getting me into Toronto right now. <laughs> <laughs> in a diaper? <laughs> uh, so I could just freely, anyway, no. Yeah. Uh, went to the chiropractor. Of- <laughs> <laughs> I did improv. Uh, no, just got my bones cracked. Mm. When did we start like being able to go out again? <sighs> June? Fur, Isn't that crazy? Because I feel like it, I go by the baseball season. Fair. <laughs> I feel like it was June-ish. Okay, so baseball had started. Mm-hmm. Mm. And by the summertime, I think we were allowed out. Yeah. I went to a baseball game. Well, that was in late September, though. Like the Blue Jays? Yeah. Nice. 
I think that was my first kind of out in public kind of thing. It was huge. Yeah, because that's a so, lot of people. Mm-hmm. I went to the mall for the first time like just a, a couple of weeks ago. What, the one in Mississauga? Yeah, square one. Oh, oh that mall. That mall is huge. Yeah, it was nice. It's like, oh my God, look at all these people. Oh, here's They're the- just out there doing things. <laughs> here's the thing I did in the year 2021 that was kind of a big deal. I got two fucking vaccines in my arm. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. How much did you pay for that, Bree? Zero dollars. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we paid through our taxes, but yeah. <laughs> I, I never saw it come out of my pocket, so that's fine. Mm-hmm. How was your vaccine days, Bree? I took a day off work for mine. The first one, nice. my first day was the first one I got was fine. Absolutely no problem. Oh, maybe a little bit. I of worked a sore through arm. my first one. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I felt like definite man flu vibes. I didn't at all for my first one. I just got sore arm. Second one passed out. So it was brutal. Oh. <laughs> I okay. passed out in the car, which was weird. Like oh. not even during the thing. I felt fine until I got into the car and then started feeling kind of wonky. Oh, okay. It just hit different. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, I was elected secretary of our newly formed union with the second. Well, I mean, ACE. They're called ACE, but it's four people who work at Second City. Noise. Uh, oh, I went to a cottage. Does that count? We should be able to talk about like vacation things that we got to do. Mm. God, did I do any? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Did you? Did you go anywhere? I- do you I don't think so. We got a dog. That, that was our huge. baby. You got a dog. Yeah. It's almost right up there with a kid. Well, I mean, <laughs> you have two kids. Mm. <laughs> so I guess you can make that comparison. Well, she's a very needy dog. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I'm like, we don't feel like I'm we don't feel good about leaving her in the house by herself. Oh. Yep. I was like, things didn't start getting back to quote unquote normal until August by the looks of it. Because that's why when I mm. look on my calendar, I start to see shows again. Yeah. And even if we started like they were outdoor shows, we did a really cool show. Improv Niagara did a really cool show for In the Soil, which is a festival, like an arts festival here in St. Catharines. Mm hmm. It was like on a rooftop above the Niagara Artist Center. Man, that was like a good, that was a good. Wait, night. sorry, which one is that, Bree? Is that uh, St. Paul Street in St. Catharines? Yeah, it's not the, because there's the brand new one, the brand new place. Oh, okay. That's the Performing Arts Center. But the Niagara Artist Center is like a local collective of artists and um, they're a not for profit. Um, and they put on a lot of really great, you know, like, so exactly like the Avengers. And what? Yeah, like the Avengers. What? Did you say like the Avengers? I said exactly like the Avengers. <laughs> Not for profit. They just go around doing artistic things in the in the community. That's right. Um, I taught a couple, I don't know, a couple workshops here and there. I think it was kind of nice. Like I ventured outside of just like teaching workshops for like people who signed up for improv classes. Like I taught workshops for uh, it was like a women's a workshop for like a women's, um, you know, like a women's leadership conference this year. Mm-hmm. You know, you did kids stuff too, though, right? Did I do kids? Was stuff that this year? This year, this year I, not. But that wasn't in any capacity as far as improv goes. I was just a production assistant. Oh, right. I was okay. assisting on a production uh, here in Niagara at the Yellow Door Theater. 
I probably shouldn't even talk about it because they're mostly children and this podcast is not safe for work. Mm. Uh, went to Banff. Oh my goodness, that was great. Oh yeah, I had to wait at the airport for five hours for you. Five hours? Three. On the way Two. back? On the way back. Well, yeah, they kept delaying your flight. That's right. Yep. Yeah, we were. Thanks a lot, WestJet. It wasn't even WestJet. It was Flair Airlines. And let me tell you, if you can avoid it. <laughs> wow, really? <laughs> yeah, Ooh. man. It was brutal. Like the, the whole experience oh. was brutal, especially like getting there. And <laughs> didn't I tell you? It's like we got there and they're like, you, lady, you're fine. But this guy, his, yeah, uh-huh. he doesn't have a ticket. <laughs> Like, what do you mean he doesn't have a ticket? I'm holding on to the confirmation thing that says he has a ticket. They're like, oops, I don't know. We can't. And so it was like, wasn't it? It was the most stressful situation. Yeah. So it was like, no wonder. Like, first of all, like, we didn't even really (laughs) want to travel at this time. Oh, what with the global pandemic? Exactly. (laughs) But we had won a contest and they're like, well, it's now or never. You never get to use these tickets if you don't go like by this date. So it was like, all right, well, fuck. What are we going to do? So we went to Banff. Banff was wonderful. I keep. Yeah. Have you been to Banff? No. (laughs) It's nice. It's fun to say. Banff. Banff. We're talking about how Calgary is funny. Like Calgary Airport, it's the only airport in the world where you arrive there and they're like, hi, go to Banff, go somewhere other than Calgary. <laughs> anyway. Well, they know their market, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not here for hockey, then go to Banff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I mean, I guess that's it. It was, it was like trying as much as possible to get shows people together. to go to Bam. oh sorry <laughs> and people to go to bam to get shows together and to get classes running and to keep doing this thing and to keep people engaged and to keep people connected in a time where it's so easy to lose touch with a lot of people anyway that's going to be one of my big challenges for the new year because we have no idea when we're going to be able to get back into like right now it's like 10 people in a room but are you sure you want to have 10 people in a room because this variant is spreading like wildfire so what mm-hmm. do you, you know, what are you supposed to do? What am I, I supposed to I, do? I think this one will go a lot quicker. I hope so. Because also, yeah. like, people are tired of online classes. Like, people are tired of doing shit on Zoom. Mm-hmm. Especially, I don't know if it's, like, especially, but people in Niagara. Like, I feel like if you're signed up for... <laughs> Niagara second, Zoomed out? Niagara has Zoomed out. <laughs> but I feel like if you want to actively seek out improv online it's going to be with one of the big shots you know it's going to be with second city so it doesn't matter where you are the people who are there are like i'm doing this on zoom because i want to take second city classes whereas people in Niagara, yeah. you know like i feel like people in niagara who want to take improv they're going to be like i want to do it in person or i'm going to do it online with second city you know what i mean yeah 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 they got the brand recognition which is like great and fine and i totally get it but i want to go back to teaching classes in person yeah in Toronto, in Niagara, all over. The, I want to, you know, I'm t- I'm tired. I'm zoomed out. Actually, you know what? I'm not zoomed out. I think Zoom is like Zoom. It's got a place. Yeah. I feel like this. I keep been... thinking. Go ahead. I keep thinking about it for all the folks that don't live in a freaking Toronto or Chicago. Yeah, exactly. Like us in Welland. Like, could you imagine back in the, the 90s, like being a little comedy kid 
like you can go see any shows. Exactly. It was like you all you had was A and E, uh, evening at the Improv. Right. Now you could like go to, you could go to New York. You could talk to Marin. I'm sure <laughs> he's on all the time. He's on Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> he's like always. There. Oh, the world. Yeah, I guess that's the big thing, right? Is that the world is more connected than ever, but also everybody is so lonely. Mm. But are they though? Like, Apparently. are you? Uh, oh, I'm all right. <laughs> I mean, that's I don't need just to see it, people. Right? I don't know. Uh, oh, you're more is, of an introvert than I am, though. I've this is one thing the the stupid pandemic has taught me is how much of an introvert I am. Yeah. And yeah, and I should just accept. No, I <laughs> <laughs> I should accept never having to meet in person with anybody ever again. Mm-hmm. No, well, I, no, I just approach it differently. I'm just like, well, this will be a different treat. Right. Because I remember. Uh, I think it was like we did a, a show and it was either in like it was probably October or November one of those shows that we did at Mate we were back at Mate for the first time mm. in a long time and then after yeah after the show we all went out for like a drinky poo and I was like buzzing I was like oh it's back it's back like we're doing yeah. I'm, like I'm in where I'm supposed to be <laughs> and then just like no nope. okay fuck well there we go yeah uh, well I I don't know. I think by hopefully by spring, things will get noticeably better. Quicker. Yeah. Well, that's I guess that's and, it now. Like is like you I think we have to start making start making plans as though the beginning of the year will maybe be online again. And then hopefully, as like you mentioned, as spring comes and the weather gets warmer, things mm-hmm. will hopefully start to open. I'm more people get their boosters. You know, hopefully things will start. Well, the numbers are looking great for that. Loads of people want to go and get them. I know this is po- like this is supposed to be. I mean, I guess it's the podcast is supposed to be like our artistic, creative endeavors and such. But it's hard. <laughs> Fucking COVID's the biggest struggle of all. Yeah. Well, yeah, and we're still doing creative stuff. And yeah. Loads of other people are as well. Yeah. Did you watch the Beatles documentary? No, I'm I'm not a Beatles guy. I thought it was so okay. So a lot of people complained about how long and stuff it was. Like, no one's forcing you to sit there to watch True. it. I thought it was so, like, amazing to just sit there. You got there. to hang out with them. It was, and you just see their creative process. You just see them. They're, they're just, like, noodling around, and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. they're like, ooh, let it be. You know? And it's like, yeah. what? Come on. It, Shut it was up. insane. <laughs> and how about that schedule? Like, oh, we got an album due at the end of the month. I know. Uh, Let's just let's just write it now, eh? And then you see them just like <laughs> figuring it out, and the, and it it's like amazing to think of a time before they had the lyrics figured out for these songs because we've just known mm-hmm. them our whole lives, you know. It's like, yep. oh man, they're like, oh well, this one's gonna be a protest song. No, never mind. I like it better. <laughs> Whatever. And they're they're stupid, young, beautiful faces. They're so <laughs> young, and they were so successful. <laughs> yeah. You, Ringo farted. It was hilarious. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ringo. <laughs> no, well, Ringo was the like, he was there every day on time. Nice. I don't know. It was interesting. I thought it was interesting. It was interesting to see the group dynamic. Everybody's like, well, Paul was such a bossy pants. And it was like, somebody has to be. Somebody has to, yeah. or, you know, keep people in check. Otherwise, it's just like, okay, let's just, you know, do whatever forever. Anyway. Yeah, and I love all the bullshit like uh, about Yoko Ono tearing the band apart. Meanwhile, she's just sitting there You're just knitting. chilling, yeah. Yeah, just hanging out. Although sometimes she, I mean, there was a couple times when she was singing and that was like, ow. 
<laughs> okay. But anyway, as far as, as far as that goes, it was just like interesting to see their their process and them just sort of figuring it out, like you said, in such a in such a small amount of time. It makes yeah, makes you feel like, fuck, man. I should, well, I should they've been a band down. for how many years before that? That's they had true. their they had it down. Yeah. One thing like they're the Beatles. I, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I'm looking forward to going back to a. Uh, trying to do more regular performance and regular writing and regular, I don't know. Cause there's also this, like, like you too, like this idea that we have all this extra time because we're not allowed to go out places, but do you think we're spending that time sitting down and working? No, not at all. It's all YouTube videos. <laughs> <laughs> it's all just hanging out with the Beatles. <laughs> yep. And I mean, it could be worse, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So for you, the big thing in the new year, writing your new short story, editing your three books. Yeah. It's more the editing. The short story thing almost feels like a lark at this point. It's like a thing. It's a thing between me and the Toronto star. I write a thing. They ignore me, you know? Well, not just you. I mean, I'm sure they ignore (laughs) a lot of people. (laughs) Yeah. That'd be brutal. Yeah. I'm the only guy that's like, no, fuck this guy again. (laughs) Again with this guy. No, thank you. (laughs) Uh, that's cool I guess uh, and then what is it for me I want to I want to get back to performing I want to get back to uh, for humans live humans live humans I want to get back to doing improv performing improv performing not even just improv comedy in general I want to go back to performing comedy in general and and landing some sweet sweet commercials and and landing some sweet sweet commercials Mm -mm mm-mm I just hope, I swear to, I swear, I just don't want to get COVID before. Like, I don't want, that would suck. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That would suck. Well, I'm, I'm sure you'd have a COVID understudy. So it'd be- yeah, somebody, <laughs> somebody out there is ready to, you know, eat this burger for me. <laughs> if I can't make it. Well, anyway. listen, Nick, I, I don't know what else to say other than I hope COVID sucks less this year. Mm-hmm. the end of covid would be great if we could all just work towards that i'm it, looking at you dummies <laughs> in particular if you have any um if you have any targets or or goals creative goals that you're trying to um, accomplish in the new year and you're listening right now um feel free to share them with us and, and keep us posted on your progress because i think one of the most interesting things about nick and i getting to meet up every month and talk about this is that is that we get to keep reporting on the progress of the different projects we're working on we get to see you know what's evolving and where we're getting stuck and and we can sort of help figure out how to get past it and move forward um, so if you want to join in on the conversation that would be tons of fun you could do that by um, following us on Twitter, for example, at what? Yeah, the struggle. No, actually, it's just at Struggle Pod. Or you could like our Facebook page at the Constant Struggle Podcast on Facebook. Um, you can, of course, like, subscribe, share uh, these episodes or this episode in particular, and any other episode that you might have enjoyed. Um, Throw on. some comments on there. You can do that at yeah. uh, on YouTube, even. Let us know what you think. Yeah, put that on you. That's right. We're on YouTube as well. But we're on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Uh, yeah, share it. If you, yeah, we're all in this kind of 
we're all in this artistically struggly. We're all on the struggle bus, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. We've all got uh, season tickets to the (laughs) struggle bus. (laughs) And we're all getting on and getting off at different different parts of the journey. So keep us updated. Show us your transfer. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I don't know. We'll see you in the new year. We'll see you in 2022. Mm, the future. The future. Anything you would like to say, Nick, before we get going? Uh, I don't know. Just like uh, I feel, uh, you know, I'm no scientist, but I play one on this podcast. <laughs> I feel like we're getting to the uh, the butt end of it. I hope so. Like uh, we're get we're getting variants that are quicker, but like less ouchy. Um, and that's kind of the way that these things tend to arc. Like that's what happened to the the Spanish flu in the 1800s. So hopefully we'll, sorry, late 18, whatever, early 19th century. Uh, so hopefully we'll get the same with, with this nugget. Uh, and we'll be able to like freaking go out and hug people again. Hugging. Yeah. So like, as much as possible, once we're allowed to. Yeah. This like, is so bad that up. introverts want to hug you now. Yeah, that's that's, that's where we're at as a society. And I'm as an extrovert, I'm ready for those hugs. Oh God! <laughs> so the look, the supply chain problems with hug delivery right now is nuts. It's backed up for days. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank so, you for listening, and we'll see you in the new year, everybody. Struggle on. Struggle on. Yay!